0: Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For more information, visit us at weareradiant.com. All right, let's get your worship guides out. Inside are some sermon notes as we continue. Week two of our series we are calling We Are Radiant. It's kind of our our vision series we do every single year. And and here's what it does. It kind of recaps our purpose of our church. You can write it down in your notes. We are a note-taking church, so make sure you write this down. We exist simply to move people from where they are to where god wants them to be we're in this process of moving you on a spiritual journey and I, I gave the the illustration last week of 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 sitting at a stoplight on kennedy where the car in front of me did not go when the light turned green and we've all had that crisis of faith do we honk or not like we want to be nice but we also we got to go somewhere i got i got places to go i got schedules to keep and then i thought for my life it's not enough for me to just honk for my sake but I was the second car in line. There's, there's a whole line behind me of people. They gotta, they gotta, I, I took it as my responsibility. They got to get to their appointments. They got to get to their workplace. Uh, I'm going to honk. I'm going to get this guy moving because their lives are at stake. So I'm, I'm going to encourage you today. I mean, that's a little extreme illustration, but you got the idea. It's time to move forwards. It's time to move forward in your life. A lot of you guys have been stagnant for far too long. So I'm honking at you today. Honk, honk. I'm happy, I'm smiling. I even do the courtesy smile at you, all right? You'll see it multiple times in the sermon today. But I think it's about time you move forward and, and you keep going towards what God has for your life. Come on, can I? someone help me at every location? Like, it's not just you, it's your kids that are following you, it's your destiny that's following you, it's your purpose that's following you, it's your neighbors that are following you, it's time to move on. Can I hear a good amen today? So what are we moving towards? We move towards three things at our church. We move towards Christ, which we talked about last week, a real thriving relationship with Jesus. And um, I hope that helped you last week. If you missed the message, you can find it online. Today, we're going to talk about moving towards community, finding the right people in your life. And then next week, I'm going to conclude this message talking about moving towards your calling. You have a a purpose that God has for your life, and I'm going to help you figure it out next week. And so let's start by this week by, by putting in our sermon title, and here's what it is week two. I'm going to talk to you about moving towards the right relationships, the right relationships. Notice I did not say moving towards relationships. Because a lot of you guys have relationships in your life, but I don't know if they're the right relationships. Can I get a good amen today? Uh, I've got a lot of people in my life that I've realized I-, I could not move forward any longer having them there. There were some people I had to cut out of my life at times. There are some relationships I had to separate myself from at times. Because if, if I'm going to get to the right destination, i got to have the right relationships in my life. I've said it about a hundred times here at Radiant, but I'll say it again because maybe you'll believe it this time, that I truly believe that if you show me your friends, I'll show you your, your future. I'll show you your future. I, I actually believe if you can show me your, your cl- five closest friends, I can predict the next five years of your life. I, I, actually, I think the people in your life are prophetic of where your life is going. And if you start looking at those people in your life that way, that I'm gonna end up like them, I think a lot of you would probably change the people in your life. You'd probably evaluate who those people are that you're hanging out with today. Today's gonna be one of those messages, remember? I'm smiling, I'm behind you, I'm honking, because I think if you're gonna move forward, some of you guys have gotta remove some people and you gotta add some people to your life. And here's why, write it down in your notes, because you are the product of the people in your life. You're always gonna end up looking like them, acting like them. There's some people I get around them. Guess what? I just eat healthier when I'm around them. I exercise more when I'm around them. I talk better when I'm around them. Y'all you know, you have those people in your life. You, you, you want to you show up earlier to church when you get around them? Then I have those other people in my life. You, you, might, you might not have them. I have them in my life. I get around them. I eat bad. I eat really, really bad. You know who you are. You know, I, 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 I sit there, I binge watch Netflix. All our conversations are, what are you binge watching this week? Come on, you know what I'm talking about? You, you you end up becoming like those people. That's why the Bible says it this way, that if you will walk with the wise, you, you get connected with wise people in your life, guess what you're going to be? Oh, I need every location to shout it out. You walk with the wise, you're gonna be what? You're gonna be wise. But look what he says, for a companion of fools suffers harm so so he says it that way listen if you if you keep having harm in your life maybe listen to me every location maybe the harm that's happening in your life has nothing to do with your lot in life with your lack of talent with your struggles with with all these things maybe the lot in your the reason you have so much harm in your life it's because you've surrounded yourself with foolish people that now make you make some foolish decisions I just think we, we've, we've surrounded ourselves with people and, and what we do is we wonder why things aren't happening well in our life. And I would say if the problems in your life aren't getting better, it's probably because the people in your life are staying the same. I'm preaching good, but I'll, I'll keep going. I know they're shutting me down at St. Pete. I know they're doing it at Brandon. they just, we'll, we'll wait for South Tampa to catch up a little bit. This is what the Bible says. It says, don't be misled. Here's why the Bible would tell us not to be misled. Because it is easy to be Misled, thank you. All right, it's easy to be misled. So the Bible says, listen, don't be misled. And here's what he says. He says, for bad company corrupts good character. So, so if, you're, if your character seems to be corrupted a little bit, we need to evaluate the people in our lives. We need to realize, are these people in our life the ones that God wants to be there? A lot of you guys, listen to me, a lot of y'all are focused on working on your condition. And many times you get frustrated because you're working on your condition and your condition is not getting better. Here's my advice for you today. Stop working on your condition and focus on your community. If you will get your community right, your condition will follow. If you change your condition but stay around the same community, your condition will go back to the wrong, the wrong situation. So you need to get the right community in life and watch how it'll change your condition. Come on, can I get a better amen than that? This is what, the Bible actually puts it another way. He says, don't be yoked together with unbelievers. Now, this doesn't mean we can't be friends with people who are not Christians. That's, that's, that's been taken totally exaggerated out of, the, out of context. Here's what it means to be yoked together. This is a farming practice. And so one of our amazing dream teamers made this for me this last week. He made us a yoke, okay? So I'm gonna need two volunteers up here. And these, a yoke is basically, what you would put around two different oxen and they would be there for farming purposes. Oh, we got two people here today. So everybody, tell them their name. You're Lainey and Christian. All right, great, great. So Christian, you're going to be the um, you'll be the Christian in the group. Okay, so all right, that works really well. All right, so so you have here's what here's what it's supposed to be. And in the farming world when when the author Paul was writing this, he said, "Listen, it's not mean you can't be have friends with these people, but you know what I'm talking about being yoked up together. You know, it, these are my boys." This, this is, oh, we're, we're ride or die people. You know what I'm talking about? Like, this is, this is my boyfriend or my girlfriend. That's, that's yoked up together. So you're going to be in connection with them. And here's what it means. So in a perfect world, you're going to put your head right through there. All right, great. You're going to be yoked up. So y'all are the oxen here today. All right, Lainey and Christian. And so in a perfect world, it's, it's not an issue of going, oh, well, you know, she's a, uh, he's a, a Methodist and she's a Presbyterian. It's, that's not what, what Paul's talking about. What he's talking about is, is what is their pace when it comes to following God because it, it's it's not it's it's not a it's not a color thing it's not an age thing we need to remove all of that idea that's been met, messed up with a church okay that's not what it's about it's it's what is the pace going because because here's what happens I want your attention listen because if you have one strong person and one weak person no offense laney okay so so here's what it does you have one person that stands up they're not even pursuing god at all and you yoke yourself up to them you can be very strong you can be very determined and here's what happens you walk and you don't all right here's what happens go ahead christian this is what your life looks like this is what it looks like so a lot of you guys listen a lot of you guys you are frustrated because you feel like keep going keep going keep going You show up every Sunday, and you go, nothing's changing. My life keeps going in circle after circle after circle. I just can't get get ahead, and here's the issue. It's not an issue with your lack of determination and passion. It's an issue that you're yoked up with someone that's not moving forward. So instead, come on, instead, what you need to do is you need to get your life yoked up with someone that'll move quickly with you, and we're going to follow Jesus together, and we're going to pursue the same together. And guess what? You've got something to pull. You've got your destiny. You've got your purpose you've got your breakthrough and you're gonna pull this thing and together when you get yoked up with the right people you're gonna pull it further than you ever thought was possible come on give God a little bit of praise today thank you guys so I'm gonna help you figure out how to get the right people in your life today this will be the most practical message on picking your friends some of you guys uh, you're gonna send this to your, your your kids that are in college or your friends that are in college you're going to send to him because you're at a crucial moment where you need to pick the right friends. And we're going to study a story in the book of Mark. You have your Bibles? Open up to the book of Mark where we look at a story of a guy who we really don't know a lot about him. All we know is a couple of things. One, he, uh, he had issues. All right, now I want your attention for just a second. You've got issues. All right, all right we're at a church where we're all okay with the fact that we all have got issues, okay? So you have issues, I have issues. If you don't think you have issues, that's your issue. (laughs) You've got some problems, all right? So we've got some problems. So we have a guy who's very open with the fact that he's got an issue, but we also understand that this guy's breakthrough only came because he picked the right friends. I'm gonna show you the story, and I think it'll help change your life and help you pick the right people to put in your life. It's in the book of Mark chapter two, and it says a few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They believed Jesus lived for a period of his life in this city called Capernaum. So he's pretty popular there. They gathered in such a large number that there was no room left, not even outside of the door. He packed out this house, and he, and he preached the word to them. Some men, say some men, and they came, and they bring in him a paralyzed man. We know now the man's issue. The man is paralyzed. So what did they do with this paralyzed man? And they carried... By four of them. How many men carried him? Four. Four. Very good. You're following along. And look what happened. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening on the roof above Jesus by digging through it, and then they lowered the mat where the man was lying on. These guys are determined friends. And look what happens. The Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith, he didn't say the man's faith who was on the mat. Whose faith was it? their faith. He had the right friends in his life. When he saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. Now, some of the teachers, follow this, of the law, were sitting there thinking to themselves. They're thinking, why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And Jesus is sitting over there going, ha ha ha, I got him. Because guess what? I am God. That's how that works, right? said, immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that uh, what was being said and what they were thinking. And and he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to this paralyzed man. Your sins are forgiven or, or to say get up and take up your mat and walk. And he says, but I want you to know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take up your mat and go home. And he got up, look at that. That's it's remarkable, we read this story too quick. The man actually got up, he takes up his mat and he, he walks out in full view of them Oh, this amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. Let me just pause for just a second. I'm telling you, we hear that phrase all the time at Radiant Church. We've never seen, 923, you look, Brandon, we've never seen anything like that. That marriage restored, never seen anything like it. When Jesus steps into the scene of your life and of your issues, you're going to see things you never thought you could see before. You're going to see miracles you never thought you could see. Come on, give him a little bit of praise. He's still the miracle-working God in our life. So, so let's just make sure we understand what happens in this, this guy's life. He's got an issue where he's paralyzed. He has no way to find freedom and victory. And then all of a sudden, he's got the right friends in his life, and they bring him to the right savior to take care of him. Let, let's just be very clear it was Jesus that healed this man. It was not good vibes. It was not he didn't have good energy. It was not the universe was happy with him at that moment. I'll go a little old school. It, 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 Jesus is still the way, the truth, the life. I don't know what miracle you're looking for. It's not gonna be found in some good vibes. It's found in Jesus alone. We still gotta put our hope in him today. And so this man, he, he found the victory. So if you want victory in your life, I'm gonna help you pick the right friends to help you find this victory. We only know a little bit about him, but I can challenge you with a few things that I see in his life. Number one is that he picked friends that would challenge him. This man was paralyzed, and if you were disabled in that day, you were considered an outcast. The lepers, those who were blind, those who were deaf, those who could not walk, they were all put outside of the city in their own little community, and what would happen in that community is your friends would all be a part of that community, you would have no relationships. Even your blood relatives, you would have no relationship with because you're an outcast in that society. And here's what happens when you get around people with all the same issues that you have. You become a victim. So what you do is you start talking like this. Nobody understands us. No, nobody, nobody gets what we're going through. We're in this thing together. This is how we are. This is how it'll always be. And we become these victims and we get around each other. And what ends up happening is when you surround yourselves with people that have the same issues as you, you start to validate the fact that you've stayed in that issue for far too long. So, because so, here's why. Nobody wants the other person to get free because then they no longer have an excuse for staying in their issue. So, so what we do is we say, well, it's okay. Everybody struggles with it. And this man, we don't know a lot about his life, but this man somehow pulled himself away from the community that was making him a victim around some people who would not coddle him but decided to challenge him. I think we have a big issue in parenting today, if I can be honest with you guys, where we coddle our kids a little bit too much instead of challenge them. So we get our kids, let me talk to the parents for a little bit, we get our kids into this victim mentality, and, 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 and what does it do? I, I know there's like the helicopter parents, and they're all sitting there, and I, I'm kind of the furthest from the helicopter parents, so um, I'm just like, trust God, I'm sure they'll be fine. Uh, if I survived, they'll for sure survive. Okay, I don't know how, it's, you know, I just made it. But anyway, so I, I think about the fact that the, the other day, I was at this like trampoline park with my kids, and... So my daughter, she had done this obstacle so many times where she's, she's running up this hill and gets to the top of this little, uh, this, this area and you're standing up there, it's pretty high up and then you run to the end of this area, this obstacle and there's like a fireman pole that you take and you ride down this thing. Well, she had done it multiple times before, Lily and she's having fun with it. Well, the other day she goes to do it and she runs up there and there's some other kids at the very top of this thing and they're sitting there at the top and these kids are super, super scared and they won't go down. They're gripped by fear up there. So I'm over kind of in the, the parents' section, you know, just working on my computer, I got my headphones on. So they walk over to me, They're like, sir, sir, your daughter, she's in danger, she cannot get down from this obstacle she went up. And I was like, she'll be fine, she'll get down eventually. You know, I was like, I put it back down. They're like, no, no, sir, it's very serious, she's crying. She's in. I'm sitting there going, this is not like her, this doesn't make sense. So I'm like, I, I, fine, I take my headphones off, I go over there. And I look at her, and she's with these other little kids, and they're at the top of this little, this little obstacle, and they're sitting there, and, and they won't get down. I looked at her, I was like, Lily, why aren't you going down this thing? She goes, well, I'm really scared. You're not scared, you've done this thing before. Like, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why are you getting down? The other parents are telling their kids, you know, oh, we'll get a ladder, we'll help you, we'll come rescue you. I'm like, I'm like Lily, I don't know what they're saying. I'm like, you don't go to Radiant, right? No, okay, good, all right. I don't know what these parents are saying. But, but Lily, get down from there. Like, get down. You, you're, you're bigger than that. You're stronger than that. You're, you're, you're more f- fearless than that. Like, don't, don't say I refuse to let her become a victim because of the people that she's around. And I think a lot of you guys, we have got to start getting some right people in our life that will stop sitting there and coddling us, but will challenge us to be all that God has called us to be. And that's why I believe you don't pick friends that will enable you. Well, you're always gonna have that addiction or you're always gonna have that struggle or everybody deals with it. No, 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 no. I pick friends that'll empower me. Don't enable my bad thinking. Don't enable my, my destructive thoughts. Don't enable my, my issues. Don't enable my struggles. I want friends that'll empower me, empower me to go further, empower me to take the next step, empower me to walk in victory, empower me to get closer to Jesus. I need some friends in my life that'll challenge me to move forward. Can I get a better amen than that today? So he picked friends that would challenge him. They they challenged him to get out of his issue. Here's the second thing we learned about this guy, is that he picked friends who were stronger than him. This is huge, because you gotta think about it, this guy picked some friends in his life that honestly were were greater than he was in some areas of his life. So this guy is paralyzed, he can't move, he can't go forward, and he is secure enough in himself to go, you know what, I'm weak in this area, but I'm okay having friends that are strong in this area so that eventually I can be strong in the same areas they're strong in. This is, a, this is an issue with so many people today because what we do is we surround ourselves with weaker people in our lives. And the reason why is because it makes us feel good about ourselves. So when, when, I, when we surround ourselves with weak people, we look at them and we go, I can't believe all their issues. I'm doing pretty good. And what it does is, is it keeps us in our struggle instead of moving us forward. So when I launched Radiant, I made a decision that I'm, I'm just not, never gonna be the person that, that knows the most. I'm never gonna be the strongest person in my group because I don't know what I'm doing. Now, if you're looking for a pastor who knows what he's doing, I have no clue what I'm doing, okay? I just want you to know. Like, we started this thing. By the way, this is the first church I've ever started in my entire life. Six years ago, we moved here and we started the church. And people will go, well, you know, you should change some things. I'm like, well, what are those things? Because I have no clue. I've never done this before. You know, we started this second service. Never done that before. We joke as a staff, like, everything we do is the first time we've ever done it. So how, do we, how are we finding success in any way of doing this, reaching people for Jesus and, and growing and seeing uh, more people reached around Tampa? The only way I've done it is because I've lived by a principle, is that I just refuse to be the strongest person. I, re, I refuse to, to have all the answers. I refuse to get around people who are weaker than me that I can impress. I'd rather get around people who are stronger than me that can build me better. So I'm going to find some people. That's why I, I wrote it in your notes this way, that if you are the smartest person in your group, you need a new group. good preaching right there You, you need you need a new group you need you need some people that in certain areas of your life i i think of it this way in some areas i'm weak but that's why the bible says paul says in my weakness guess what that's when that's when christ is made strong that's when the body of christ is strong this is why listen to me guys this is why we need the local church Because the church together, you you don't have it all together, but you plus me plus us, we together can do this thing. So so you're weak in your marriage, but there's somebody else that's strong in their marriage. Guess what? You surround yourself with them. You're weak in your finances. You get around someone that's strong in their finances and watch what happens. You'll get stronger. You have to realize, listen, write it down your notes. It takes a secure person to own up to their mistakes or shortcomings to just say, you know what, I I don't have it all together. It takes a secure man to to sit there and go, I'm disabled, I can't move forward, I want breakthrough, I need you guys in my life, and that's what he did. He picked some people who are stronger than him. I, I love this, you have a man who has two legs that don't work, that's our story today, okay? Two legs that don't work. He is smart enough to know that if I get four friends in my life, that are stronger than me, I go from two legs that don't work to eight legs that can move me to my potential and destiny. This guy, this guy goes from being paralyzed to being Spider-Man moving around the city, okay? <laughs> That's funny, I don't care what you say. <laughs> Up the house, around the house. I mean, it's Spider-Man right there. Why, why? Because he was secure enough in himself to say, you know what, I don't have all the answers. I can't do it all myself. But if I just get the right people in my life, I just put the right friends around me, I'll be able to move to my destiny. I'll be able to move to my potential. It'll happen in your life. This, this is why we're the body of Christ. Because, because I, I, where I'm weak, you're strong in certain areas. I need you. And, and you need me. We're, we're a happy family family. With a great big hug and a kiss from me to you, won't you say I love you too? Come on, <laughs> we need a little Barney in our church today, amen. <laughs> Never thought we'd do that, all right. Number three, last but not least, he picked friends who were, who were full of faith. We don't know anything about this guy's personal walk with God, but we know that Jesus looked at his friends when he lowered them through that roof, and he looked at him and he said, you know what? <laughs> he goes, man, their faith he, he was astonished by their Their faith is gonna be the solution to your life. And I, I've realized in my life, there's sometimes I'm weak, and I, I'm a pastor, I love Jesus, I've been doing this thing, uh, following Christ for almost 20 years now, full on. But I'm telling you, I've gotten to some points in my life where I needed their faith to help me get to my breakthrough, where I was talking myself out of things and, and talking myself into some crazy stuff. I remember there was good friends in my life that looked at me in that time and said, you know what, Aaron, no, no, you can move on. You can get better. You don't have to throw in the towel yet. Sometimes you need their faith to help you get to your destination. I wonder, do you have friends in your life that you can count on their faith to help get you to your destination? It's a good question for a lot of you guys. A lot of y'all are living here a little depressed going, all right, I've got all the wrong friends in my life. Uh, I, I'm telling, telling this, this you, this is why the local church is so crucial. This is why we're doing this series right here. Because I want to help you understand, I will never give you a problem without giving you a solution. And our church is made up. I'm telling you, we are all about worshiping Jesus. We put him as front and center but if there's a close second that we do here at our church is, is we're gonna get you connected with the right community. Because we really believe you can't get to the potential that God has for your life without the right people in your life. And you need them, and they're here in the church. We're just, we're just too big of a church and we're not to, for you not to find somebody. There, there's some connection that you can find here. That's why we have this thing called Radiant Groups. And Radiant Groups will help you surround yourself with some stronger friends in your life that you have right now. Because a lot of you guys, the trajectory of your life is going wrong. And it's not because you don't have good intentions. It's just you haven't found the right people in your life. Because there are certain areas of your life where you're going to need some friends that will be able to pick you up. Lower you through the roof, do anything short of sin to get you to Jesus. And, and I just don't think a lot of you guys have those people in your life. No wonder you're not experiencing the breakthrough you have. And at our church, we have opportunities for you to get connected with that. So they launch on September 15th, which by the way is our six year anniversary, big day there. And then sign ups on September 8th, that big welcome home Sunday. But what we need today at every location, we need hundreds of you guys to sign up to lead groups. You need to say, I, I might not be the strongest one in the group. I might not be, it uh, but I can just gather them together. I can orchestrate a room. I can, I, can, I can make sure that my living room is clean enough to where people can gather. And I'm telling you, if you will be a person that will sign up to say, I'll, I'll host a group, I'll lead a group, I'm telling you, God will use you because we feel at our church and we believe that the greatest life change that will happen in your life is in the context of relationships. It's happening all the time. People who are broken, who are paralyzed with the issues of life, and because they get the right friends in their life, they find freedom. Check out just one story.
1: My life before Radiant was very dark and dreary. I was I was living, but I wasn't alive. I'd hit points in my life where I felt that if I were gone, nobody would even notice. Not family, not friends. And then a young couple moved in across the street in this new house. And my husband always had to go meet the neighbors. Um, They kept inviting him to come to church at Radiant, and I wouldn't go. So they started inviting us to their small group, and we went to their small group. And probably about the third night we were there, my husband was saved. The week after that, we went to Radiant and walked through the door and just walked into a community that welcomed us with open arms. By the third visit there, people knew us by name, and it made us feel like we were supposed to be there, like we were wanted. We got connected with Next Steps. He worked in the cafe, and I ended up in the production booth. Got a little scared, but the production director at the time told me I had this, and we did. He was patient, taught me a lot and had a community up there lots of people to be around and people who wanted to know you and that was the difference couldn't have gotten through it without everybody at radiant with the community i had built because they were all there for me if i had a moment of weakness i could text somebody or call somebody um, they would send me text messages with links to songs or to a podcast they'd heard that you know I need you need to listen to this today and it got me through it all being at Radiant and the community that has surrounded me and guided me I found Jesus and sorry the community will get you to your next step. My name is Janice, and this is my Radiant Story.
0: It's, it's what it's all about. It's the fact when she couldn't get herself there, she found this community that helped move her and, and move her to her destiny. Which, by the way, let me just give a shameless plug right now, because not just to Radiant Groups, but there's some people in here at every location, hundreds of you guys, who God is speaking in your heart and going, you know what? I could provide that environment. I could open up my home, I could, I could find some curriculum, I could open up, I could provide that environment to lead a group this semester. And we need, with a church our size, we need hundreds of you guys to step up today go through training, be part of the process to lead a group that'll help move people towards Christ and finding that real life change that happens in relationship. You can do this. And honestly, I I hope you're challenged in here to be the right friend. Because I've learned in my life that the best thing that I can do for my friends is to point them towards Jesus. Because a lot of times we feel inferior and we feel like there's no way that... That we can do this thing and we can't. there's no way, Aaron, I, I'm not the perfect friend. All you have to do is, these guys weren't the perfect friends. All they did was just bring their friend to Jesus. We've got it wrong. We, we learned in our culture the lean on me friendship. Here's what lean on me friendship goes. Ready? Because goes, lean on me. When you're, come on, every location, you gotta help me. When you're not, and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. Lean on me for it won't be long till i'm gonna need come on help me out somebody to lean on that song is completely wrong all right why why it's it's completely wrong because i'm not the answer to your problems i'm not if you're looking for a pastor or a friend or a mentor, that's gonna be the answer to what you're going through, I'm not, I, and that's why a lot of people don't lead groups, because they go, I don't have all the answers when people come to me. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't need to lean on me. I want to lead you, and if I can lead you, I'm just gonna lead you right to Jesus, because well, I don't have the answers, He does have the answers to our lives. He's the answer to your broken marriage. He's the answer to the issues in your body. He's the answer to your anxiety. He's the answer to that depression. He's the answer to whatever struggle you're going through. And I'm telling you, I'm not the solution, but I'll be a good friend today. And I'll lead you right to him. And if we just get close to him, guess what? You'll find breakthrough in your life like this man did in the story. Come on, give God a little bit of praise than that. It'll happen for you. man gets lowered to the roof by his friends, gets there to Jesus. Jesus looks at him, paralyzed man laying on a mat, and Jesus avoids the obvious physical issue he had and goes after the unobvious issue within his soul. Many times people come to church because they want their obvious issue dealt with and they don't realize that before Jesus deals with your exter- exterior obvious issue, he wants to deal with the major issue within your own soul. And what does he do? He looks at the man and he says, your sins are forgiven. And he said, who can say that but God alone? He said, yeah, that's exactly what I am. I I, am God. I am the solution to your sin problem. This man didn't even know he had a sin problem, but he realized, listen, the root of all of our problems is always a sin problem. And Jesus, listen, Jesus can heal your body. He can do a miracle in your marriage. He can restore that relationship. I'm telling you, Jesus can do that. But more than all of that, Jesus wants to deal with your sin issue first. And the best thing that we do when we get to Jesus is he exposes our need for a savior and he says, you have sin and I'm the solution to that sin. No matter what walk of life you walked in here with, I want you to know that Jesus 2,000 years ago is still forgiving sin today. He's still forgiving sin today. I I know you walked in here with shame and guilt even for what you did last night. I want you to know Jesus can forgive that sin right now. What do we do we offer our lives to him and we say god i want to follow you i want you to forgive me and he already did the work on the cross two thousand years ago for your freedom and you can experience it today just like that man did and i'm a firm believer once deal jesus deals with that inner issue of sin in your life he'll deal with your other issues first have you given him your life today why don't you close your eyes at every location this is an opportunity for you to respond and say you know what aaron i've never given jesus my life i've never turned over my sin issue to him i believe today at every location jesus is going to come and he's going to forgive people's sins he did the work on the cross two thousand years ago to make him able to do that forgiveness for your life he paid the price so what you have to do is now you have to just uh, surrender your life to him say god god you gave your life for me now i'm going to give my life to you i'm going to give you my sin i'm going to give you my past i'm going to give you my issues and today's your day of salvation at every location if that's you you go aaron today's the day I wanna turn my life over to Christ. I believe God's gonna do a miracle right now in your life. Ready? On the count of three, I want you to throw that hand up. It's a simple yet significant way to say, yeah, I want God to forgive my sins. I want him to come into my life and then put your hand right back down. Ready? On the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. All over this place. There are dozens and dozens of hands going up. St. Pete, Brandon, Heights. throw that hand up, put it right back down. God saw that act of faith you just made right there to say, I'm ready to give my life to him. Now just pray this prayer. Say, God, I give you my life give you my heart. I give you my sin. I'm broken, but I know you're the Savior. So come into my life and for the rest of my life, I'll follow you. And we pray this name. We pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody that believes it says, come on, can we celebrate with dozens of people that just made the best decision of their life? It's the best decision you ever made with your life. Here's what I want you to do. If you just made that decision, we're gonna help you with some next steps. We wanna get you even closer and closer to Christ. I want you to take that connection card. I want you to check on there. I committed my life to Christ today. We're gonna send you some resources. We're gonna help you take some next steps because I believe God is just getting started with your life. It's not the end, it's just the beginning. One more time at every location. Can we celebrate those who just made the best life-changing decision? It's a big deal, it's a big deal. We're gonna end this service by worshiping God with our generosity. And Radiant Church, thank you for being so faithful in this. Because of your giving, lives are getting transformed for eternity. We've been able to create an environment of community where people are constantly being brought towards Christ. This is the greatest thing we can do with our finances is to give to God. First, we bring our tithe to him and we honor him. Thank you for being faithful in that. Secondly, we look above and beyond saying, God, how can we bless what you're doing here in Tampa Bay. Just yesterday alone, we had, we had surf projects in St. Pete at, at a women's center there, at Brandon at another women's center there, helping um, uh, um, teenage moms and people in that area. We do all of that because of God's grace and because of your generosity. Man, even Brandon last week, 923 people in attendance, pay for because of your generosity. Thank you for being faithful to God. We're changing the world together. Lord, bless this offering. I thank you at every location that lives are being transformed and, and really, it's, it's all because of what you did on the cross, but it's also because of the faithful givers of Radiant Church. I pray you have blessed their finances. Lord, I pray you would prosper them in ways they never thought was possible. I pray that you would give them good friends, good relationships. Lord, those that desires of their heart that they've been believing for, I pray a blessing over them. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody that believes it says, amen, amen, amen. Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church podcast. For service times or giving options, visit us at weareradiant.com.